Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to Women on the Line, a national feminist current affairs program produced by women and gender non-conforming people at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne, on Wurundjeri country of the Kulin Nations, and broadcast on the Community Radio Network. I'm Iris Lee. This week we hear some of the speeches at a rally called by Jabberung women to defend sacred land on September 10 in Melbourne. The fight to defend sacred Jabberung landscapes near Ararat, Victoria, from destruction by a highway duplication by the Andrew State Labor government, heated up after a Jabberung Heritage Protection Embassy established frontline land defence camps in June 2018. Good morning everyone. My name is Georgia Make. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My name is Georgia May. I'm a proud Wurundjeri and Narai Ilamurung woman. Uh, I want to start off today by acknowledging that we are meeting today on the Wurundjeri country and pay my respects to my elders past, present and emerging. I also want to acknowledge my Bunurung brothers and sisters and pay my respects to your elders past, present and emerging. I'd like to acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people here today and recognise that our sovereignty was never ceded. I also want to acknowledge the Jabberung people, especially their women, whose land we are currently fighting for. We stand here today as Jabberung women and Jabberung people to bring a message to the Victorian Parliament that they cannot destroy our sacred ancestor birthing trees that have been around for over 800 years. We need to send a clear message to the government that they need to stop this genocide attack on our people and our land. Destroying Japarung country is destroying us, Japarung people. We are part of that land. Our ancestors' blood runs deep in that land. So destroying our country destroys us. And how dare they do this while they want to talk treaty. Shame. Japarung land, our grandfather tree, our ancestor trees, our birthing trees, that is our cathedral. That is where we gather. That's where we connect. That's where we talk to our ancestors. And they want to take that away? How would the churches feel if they took them away? 
It's our religion. It is everything that we are as a people. The Victorian government, through their mission managers, Aboriginal Victoria, made a statement an hour ago to say they followed process. Aboriginal Victoria don't speak for me or my people or my family or my children because they are backing the government to destroy us. Aboriginal Victoria have a process that manufactures dodgy consent. Aboriginal Victoria choose who they want to talk to. They don't want to talk to people like us, Japarung women. They pick who they want to talk to because that's how they get consent. So we're here to say that you have no consent to destroy our land and our people and our ancestor spirit that's been here. We have been here for thousands and thousands of generations. Invasion started 230 years ago. Our trees and that landscape is 800 year old. How does that make sense? How can anyone support the destruction of our land, our people? And that's what this parliament continues to do through their mission masters. Women's on the line. <laughs> oh, that was women on the line. Women on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to now invite my mother, a senior Japarung woman who's been fighting the fight for over 50 years and we're sick of fighting it but we'll continue to fight it till the day we die. Before I bring my mother up, Marjorie Thorpe, I first would like to ask for a minute's silence for all the devastation, for all the genocide, for all the deaths in custody, and for all our people struggling out there. First of all, I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land that we stand on, the Wurundjeri people, of this nation. I pay my respects to them, their elders, past and present, and to all those Wurundjeri who are here today. I'd also like to acknowledge some very important people. Um, Sandra Onis, who is unable to be here today, elder of Japarung, who has stood on the line for the last 12 months under very difficult circumstances and I think that to do that has been very difficult for a person her age and I'm sorry that she's unable to be here today but I know that she's here with us in spirit. I'd also like to acknowledge and pay my respects to DT Darren, 
has been a, our very important and strong leader through this whole time. And for a, a young man, as he started out over 12 months ago, to the man that he is today, has been a difficult road for him. But without him holding that line, we would not be here today, right now, doing what we are doing, standing up and protesting and fighting for our land and for our country. So thank you, Darren. And it's, it's leaders like Darren who are able to stand up and speak out that we have to look after and respect. So, with all of that, with all of the people that are here today, thank you. Thank you for coming out today and thank you for supporting us in this long battle to save our, our country, to save our landscape, to save our sacred trees. We are the Japarung people of the Western Districts. We were confronted in the first instance in, in, of the invasion to be left to about 30 people in our tribes. We were rounded up and put on missions and reserves. We were almost annihilated. But today we stand here as strong as we can to defend ourselves and to defend our country. And what we're defending ourselves against right now is the laws of this house, which continually to this day have decided to they wanted to destroy us, to destroy us in every aspect. We have, have to operate under the Heritage Council, which is a state government legislation that controls our heritage and culture. It is a genocidal policy. It was opposed when it was in implemented a few years ago, where the cultural heritage of this state is run by the state and not by the people. Part of that process is where the Heritage Council is appointed by the state of Victoria appointed and the registered Aboriginal parties are also appointed. So we have a government controlled process that actually rules us to this day. So you go from the policies of welfare and protection to today where our heritage is also controlled by the state of Victoria. This is not self-determination. We have the right to self-determination to have informed con and prior consent about any decisions that relate to us and to our heritage. This has not happened in this process. We have had Aboriginal organisations that have sadly made decisions on our behalf without our involvement. We have asked for it to be involved. We have insisted that we be involved but we have been ignored. And because of that, some serious mistakes have been made. They have been made by the registered Aboriginal party. They have been made by the native title body, Eastern Ma, and they have been made by the state of Victoria through Vic Roads and Major Roads. 
They have all made mistakes in this process that right now put those trees at risk of destruction. They have failed to look at the reports that they themselves have commissioned to tell us what the state and what the situation is out there, which validates what we have been saying, that the area that we're talking about is highly significant cultural heritage land of the Japarung people. Unfortunately, the minister, the federal minister, was not given the whole report when she made her decision not to protect. What we are saying, that we want those mistakes to be rectified and we want the minister to have the full report that says that these trees and this landscape is a major area of cultural significance to the Japarung people. We have fought, we have, we have, and not only us, there are non-Aboriginal supporters who have serious environmental concerns. We're talking about an environmental area that is important in terms of rivers, landscape, rock art, the whole thing in that little part of the country off the Western Highway. If people knew what was there, they'd be horrified to see that the state of Victoria wants to run a, ro a road right through that landscape. This is land, this is, this, is, this is an environment that you will never see again once it's destroyed. We want to save that not only for ourselves, but for everybody. If you can't sustain the land and the landscape that you live on, then you won't, then that can, can't sustain us. If we can't look after our environment in terms of the trees and water, then we will have nothing left. If we can't look after that for our, our future generations, then we've lost our heritage and our culture as Japarung people. That's what we stand here for. We stand here for our elders, past and present, and we stand here for our young people who are the future. Thanks to everybody who has come out today and supported us in the last 12 months. We have been lied to, we have been robbed again, and we will not lay down and die. We will continue to fight. Thank you. Across these stolen lands now called Australia, you have been listening to Women on the Line, highlighting a range of gender non-conforming and women voices. Broadcast on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to speeches at a rally called by Jabberung Women to defend sacred land on September 10 in Melbourne. We're going to make you all stop and listen to the Jabberung Women for a while. So next up, I have Arnie Donna Wright, Jabberung. I must pay my respect, I must respect country and pay my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation whose land we are gathered on today. I want to thank them for always including us, caring for all the different mobs that live on their country and for the strong, strong ties that we have with that mob. Thank you.
But I also, with my strong Jabberong ancestral line, stand here with my sister, and we cannot stand by, idly by, and watch the de desecration, destruction, and destroying our sites of significance, our sacred sites, our country, our children, and our future's birthright. We can't stand by and let a system that does not, that is opposed to protect those sites not be held accountable to our people. And for too long, there are people that should be involved in this process that have not been. We have cultural ob obligations and responsibilities to our, to our countries, and we stand strong in, for, in the fight to protect them. We represent thousands of generations of our ancestral mothers, our families, our people. And I must acknowledge Aunty Sandra Onus, who has been standing strong, whose knowledge and her fight has been going on for a long time. So thank you everyone today. Our elders, we are their voice. They can't join us on the battle lines, at the front line. They can't always be there, but this shows them that people care about our country, about our inherent rights, and that our, our cultural responsibilities are strong. We cannot destroy, we cannot desecrate sites. We cannot, we, we cannot, we must fight. And I do wanna say thank you to DT as well. This land is so important to us. It keeps us strong and it is our medicine and our children, it is their birthright. So they will be the next generation to take up this fight. So for me, it makes my heart sad that there is no better protections, there is no better or accountability about the desecration of sacred sites, ceremonial sites, women's sites, earthing trees. There are other special places that we are fighting protect, to protect and have been doing for many years alongside our mother and we'll keep fighting. We just want to say thank you to everyone that's come today. Thank you for standing by us, beside us, with us, helping us get the message out there about protecting our sacred, our country, our sacred sites, and this is everyone's future. Thank you. Thank you, Arnie Donna. Uh, next up is Sister Girl, Sissy Austin. Japarang. Women on the line. My name's Sissy Austin. I too would like to acknowledge and pay my respects to country and elders. I was reflecting just then on the beginning and um, there, uh, there was this first day, I think, that we all travelled out there and, um, and I want to acknowledge Arnie Sandra Onus and Arnie Tracy and um, if everyone's been there now to what it is now to what it was on that first day, Arnie Tracy had this suitcase and um, 
we did, I didn't know what was in it. And Auntie Tracy, it's this highway, like, and, and Auntie Tracy grabbed the suitcase out of the boot and said, I need to get this across the road. And we all ran across the road and I didn't know what was in it. And in it was a tent, a thermos full of hot water and everything to make a, a cup of tea. And we all stood there and she was like, come on, we've got to set this tent up. And we were like, really? Like, should we set up this tent? And it was this little blue tent and DT and I were talking about it the other day. And she said, come on, we've got to set it up. And then she said, who's got a piece of cardboard and who's got a black texter? And someone had cardboard and I had a texter in my car and, and, and Arnie Tracy wrote on it, Japarung Embassy. And it makes me emotional. Um, And, and that's, where, that's where it begun and to see how it's grown from then till now, it's been, you know, it's been over 14 months that um, Japarung women have led on this fight with um, the, uh, uh, DT has, has held the line for us women in a way that as a young woman I've never seen a black man lead on this in, with such respect and integrity. The country and women as what DT has over this 14 months and it hasn't been easy and I want to acknowledge DT's partner Amanda who has also been there since day dot as well. They've made it through the coldest, coldest, coldest nights and boiling hot days at that embassy and, and, and I think that we've made it this far because that country has something in it that is so powerful and so strong. And, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not strong because of who we are as people. We're strong because we're being fueled by the power of that country out there. So, so when we acknowledge country, we have to think of that, that, that the power of country is the power of who we are as people, as sovereign people. And I know that a lot of um, non-Indigenous mob have felt that, that strength as well, um, who have held the line there with Cousin DT as well. Um, I think, you know, I, I've been reflecting a lot. I, I, I'm not the deadliest um, speaker, but I like to write. And I was thinking last week about this... Um, this family violence training that I was doing and I wrote a piece about um, the, the, there's all these um, characteristics and there's these um, all these warning signs of an abusive relationship and I was reflecting and I felt disgustingly sick that this whole reality hit me that, that as a Japarung women, woman and women we're in this toxic disgusting, abusive relationship with the, with the Victorian government. And then as I was writing it, I was like, shit, you know, this is so real. Like, there's actually a, um, a honeymoon period to this, and that honeymoon period is this treaty process that's going on at the same time. And, and, it, and it, it, it feels... Um, it's hard to try and get on with every day and get up every morning and continue the fight that we know that needs to be fought um, when, we're in this, when we're in this abusive relationship with the Victorian government. 
Um, so yeah, I think, you know, and then within that there's there's colluding. We've got Martang, we've got Easter Mile, we've got Major Roads Projects Victoria. We've got all these counterparts that are, that have the absolute ability to, to, to say no. They have the ability to listen, just like everyone's everyone here today, um, and they're choosing not to. So we stand here strong, we're powered by Japarung country, and we're not stepping back for, on this fight now. We've gotten this far, and I believe strongly that country won't allow um, anything to happen to it with us being the voice for country that we are and what we will continue to be. heard speeches at a rally called by Jabberung Women to Defend Sacred Land on September 10 in Melbourne. Thanks to Annie McLaughlin and more of the team at 3CR for the audio recordings. The priority to support the protest is maintaining camps near Ararat, Victoria. You can find more about the protest at dwembassy.com and at Jabberung Heritage Protection Embassy on social media. Other means to support are spreading the word, pressuring institutions complicit in the project, and monetary donations. You can hear more about the embassy on a previous show of Women on the Line this year. We will bring you part two of the rally in a future week. Women on the Line is a national feminist current affairs program. It's produced and presented by a range of women and gender non-conforming broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne on Kulin Nation's land and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network with funding support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by La Tigra. Women on the Line programs can be downloaded at www.3cr.org.au forward slash women on the line. We'd love to hear your comments or thoughts about the program, so please send an email to womenontheline at gmail.com. Or give us a call at 3CR on 03 9419 You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter.
I'm Iris Lee, tuning to Women on the Line next week on your community radio station. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.